Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. This morning on the third hour of today, fees taking off. A major airline raising prices on checked bags just in time for spring break. We've got some strategies to avoid paying up. Then, food for thought. A California restaurant celebrating an incredible milestone. All they wanted to do was create a business that they could be proud of. Meet the family behind a 100-year-old institution that served more than a billion tortillas and a lot of A-list stars. And we're holding court with the great Sam Waterston, looking back on 30 years as DA Jack McCoy, talking about his final episode of Law and & Order and more. Today, Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. It's a Wednesday, and what day is it? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Pump day. There you go. I'm Al, along with Chanel, and we got our good buddy Kaylee. We have Kaylee here this morning. Joining us, Kaylee Hartung, while uh, Dylan and Craig are off. And it is so great having you here at the table. You guys are the best. I think I had to survive Super Bowl week to earn this opportunity. And and I like what you do. Is not only do you come here and bring your 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 vivacious intelligent self, (laughs) but you bring your mom with you too. I mean, who doesn't want to bring their mom to work? You guys came with a microphone. Julie Tucker, right here. What is happening? I'm having a great time. Yeah. Here. Yeah. All right. Listen, it's one thing when your daughter is doing this, but then it must be a moment for you, mom, as well, right? I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled for her, and I'm just so excited. I love it. Okay. Uh, uh, Julia, what's what's the one? Julia, what's the one thing you can tell us about Kaylee? We don't know. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that's that's she's as beautiful inside as she is outside. Oh, that's oh, a good start mom. off with tears quite yet. But I have to say, oh, when. Our boss, Tom Mazzarelli, asked me to, to fill in here with yeah. you guys. I was so excited. Of course, the first phone call was to my mom, and I went straight into 13-year-old nightmare teenage girl mode as she said, I can't wait to come to New York. I said, Mom, you are not coming. That's so Do funny. not embarrass me. And oh, guess yes, what? Two did. days ago, I called her and said, Mom, would you please? Exactly. Would you come to New York? Well, she walked right into the classroom. You'll, you'll let us know how she's doing as the show goes on. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. And, and of course, Kaylee, you're a frequent flyer. Yeah. You're all over the place. So you're going to want to hear this along with the rest of us as we get ready for spring breaks and vacations. It is getting more expensive to fly. Oh, what a surprise. Just in time for spring break. American Airlines raising its fees for checked bags. Of course, the question now is, will other airlines follow suit? NBC's Tom Costello, of course, follows aviation. It's not Tom's fault that this is happening, but he's here to tell us about it. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys, you know, airfares actually dropped over the past 12 months. But I'm going to ask you a question, Al. Any idea how much American Airlines made just on luggage fees? A billion dollars. Only because we were listening earlier. A billion dollars. That's right. And a billion starts to add up, right? That becomes real money after a while. And American wants to raise more of that money. So they're raising fees on luggage just in time for you to book and to board. But don't forget, your luggage also travels round trip. That'll cost you. 
Just in time for spring break and effective immediately, American Airlines is charging more to check luggage. $35 for the first check bag if in advance paid online. $40 of paying at the airport, up from the current $30 baggage fee. The second checked bag will cost $45, a $5 increase. American is also charging more for checked bags to Canada and Mexico. But passengers can avoid the luggage fees if they hold elite status with American's loyalty program, buy a premium class ticket, or use an American-branded credit card. So this definitely can impact not only just the average consumer wallet, but it really hits home for families that are traveling with multiple bags. And there's another change. Starting on May 1st, American says customers will only earn frequent flyer points if they buy tickets directly from American or a preferred online travel agency. In an email to customers, American says when you book directly with American, you enjoy the best possible travel experience. To check or not to check has been the debate for years. We'd now like to welcome any travelers with carry-ons that have no chance of fitting in the overhead for compartment. <laughs> With many passengers packing everything into carry-ons, so will other airlines follow American in hiking luggage fees. Delta now charges $30 for the first bag. United charges $30 in advance. Alaska and JetBlue just raised their prices to $35. At Spirit, $44 is the cheapest fee, while bags still fly free on Southwest. The airline industry is a copycat industry where usually when you see one airline change a policy, you're likely to see other airlines do the same. As more and more passengers return to travel, airlines are really raking it in in terms of baggage fees and other fees. Yeah, really raking it in, she said. Listen, airfares have dropped 6% over the past 12 months, 6%. And so we are looking at Americans saying, okay, I want to make more money. We'll do it off the bags. One other way, you, I just want to stress this, one other way for you to limit how much you pay in baggage fees, check your bags online at home. That'll save you at least 5 bucks compared to what it costs here at the airport, you guys. Back to you. All right. Good um, advice. Yep. Although yeah, I, I just try not to check. I mean, I try. It's, it's, you know, I try. I travel a whole lot. Yeah. When you're on the road for a week, you just can't help you it. You just can't. You just have to suck it up. An air tag in my bag, though. One of the best. I think I'm a lately. believer in that now. I haven't yet, but all it's right. time yeah. for air tags. Well, well guys, all right. after all this talk about these airline fees and thanks to Tom, let's talk about how to save some money. Okay. So social media has become a big resource with younger generations. 65% of Gen Z and 55% of millennials say they get financial financial advice from their social feeds. I believe that, but how can you tell who to follow? So NBC News senior business correspondent Christine Romans is here to help. Good morning to you. How do you know whether it's good financial advice or just clickbait? Because sometimes it seems legit, but it may be too good to be true. It's just like, it's just like everything like diets and decorating and dog grooming. There's a lot of information out there. Some of it's really great and eye-opening and some of it is garbage. Right. So especially when you're talking about your money, you got to be very careful. Buyer beware about everything you're seeing. I think the most important media, social media tip for financial sites is check the sources. If you see something that's interesting, maybe it's a a mom talking to you from, you know, the drop off at school and it's a viral video. Go back and find out if what she's saying is true. Use all of these financial tips as a starting point. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. There are a lot of get rich quick schemes that are just terrible. And personal finance is personal. You don't want to do what somebody else is doing. You want to do what's right for you. I thought about it. I think I've sent two (laughs) things to my financial advisor. There's one that's like, if you say 
save a dollar every year for your kids. Oh, By the time they're 40, they'll have, you know what I mean? Don't buy that coffee. I know, I know. Okay, so this next one, let's talk about, I don't even know what this is. It's called loud budgeting. I love this. What does that mean? I love it. These are young people who are absolutely, unapologetically loud about their budgeting. For example, a friend is having her third bridal shower weekend, and you say, if it's cheap, I'm going. If it's not, I can't. I have really have priorities for myself. I have to pay off my student loans and I'm saving for a house. Mm. You prioritize your own values and you talk about it. And young people are talking about their money goals in a way that old, the Good. older generation didn't. It's not, it's not passe or, or it's not something that's, uh, uh, that is not polite. Gauche. Gauche. Exactly. In fact, and they're talking with, for significant others too. Like, when are you going to pay off those student loans? And and it might sound like something we never would have done in my generation, but they are talking loudly about their own priorities and being selfish about it. And that's actually good for budgeting. Takes the it's shame off of it too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, and cash stuffing is a way of budgeting that that's getting hot on social. Yeah. I know that's not stuffing it under your mattress. Right. <laughs> Some people are actually putting money into an envelope and stuffing it under the mattress. So this is why. I don't really love the cash stuffing trend. Mm -hmm. If it is something that makes you think about budgeting and saving money, then I love it. If it is you putting money under your mattress and not getting it in an FDIC insured bank account and not getting interest, for example, in a 5% yielding savings account, Mm -hmm. then you're losing money. Also, there, it's, it's a way to talk about budgeting that I think is important, but it could be a missed opportunity for you. So think very carefully if you are doing, if you're keeping your money laying around your house, I don't love that idea. All right. Christine Romans, the great advice. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Coming up, we are separating fact from myth for our series, Heart Health. Everything from diet to blood pressure and more. We're going to keep you healthy. We'll be right back. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. February is American Heart Month, so this month we are separating heart health facts from myths. And here with everything we need to know is NBC News medical contributor and board-certified cardiologist, Dr. Tara Narula. Good morning to you. Good morning. This is important, so let's dig right in. Okay, so this first one here, Americans' greatest health threat is heart disease. Is that a fact or a myth? I'm going to say (laughs) fact. 
Yes. It is a fact. You are correct. Okay. So a lot of people think about cancer, right? Do. Lung cancer, colon cancer, yep. breast cancer. But in fact, the leading cause of death for Americans, men and women, is cardiovascular disease. Well, you know disease. why? Because when we hear about, goodness forbid, something happening, you hear they had cancer. You don't hear they had heart disease. I know. And this is a problem. This is okay. why we have this month, is okay. to raise awareness. And so the good news is 80% of cardiovascular disease is preventable. 80%. 80%. And how do we do that? Well, it's important to basically know your numbers. We've talked about this before. Blood pressure, cholesterol body weight or body mass index, and blood glucose or sugar. Also to know other risk factors that you might carry, like smoking. What is your exercise pattern uh, in terms of stress or mental health? Do you carry any of those issues? Family history. Um, So really, we can do a lot, but Mm -hmm. it's important to understand your risk factors, know your numbers, and also recognize symptoms Even blood glucose, like a lot of people just haven't checked their numbers. Exactly. So this one may be trickier. Does a healthy BMI (laughs) mean a healthy heart? Oh, that's <laughs> tough. Should I say myth, even though I think it's a fact? I know you got this. Yes. <laughs> so is it, it a is, myth? It is a myth, okay. right. So a lot of people think that what you look like on the outside determines what your heart is like on the inside. Even your BMI, though? Even your BMI. So I have a lot of patients who are marathon runners, who are super fit, but actually they have heart disease. And so mm. that's why it's really important. This is one factor okay. in the big picture of risk. But we look at all of these other things. What is your age? What is your family history? And as I mentioned before, what other risk factors do you carry? And this is why it's so important. We talked about this recently here on the Today Show, but risk calculators, sit down with your doctor, figure out your risk score. And we can do that. We have an equation, a calculator. You can go online actually and do it yourself. Or a calcium score, one of the tests I love, a screening test for plaque. It sort of shows us what's under the hood, so to speak. So do you have to go to your doctor and specifically ask for that? You should ask them, what is my risk of heart disease in the next 10 years? Can I or should I get a calcium score? That's good. Okay. Okay, Dr. Narula, how about this one? Vitamins and supplements. Are they good for your heart health? I I want to say that it's a fact, but given just how far we've gotten down this wall, I'm going to think it's a myth. It is a myth, right? So many people walk around. I see them with bags of these vitamins and supplements. Uh-huh. Everybody wants something to help protect them from cardiovascular disease, but there is no quick fix. And in fact, there is no recommendation for any vitamin or supplement to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. What we do recommend is basically a colorful, healthy palette of how you eat, right? The best way to get vitamins and minerals is from the foods you're eating. So fruits, vegetables, fish, nuts, this is really the best way. Like so many things, there's not that quick fix that we're all looking for. There's not. And so many supplements, they're not regulated by the FDA. And so a lot of them can have interactions with medicines you're taking or even carry other risks. So really important to actually talk to your doctor about what you're taking outside of medications. Mm -hmm. And be thoughtful every day. Exactly. In your habits. Yes. All right. Next (laughs) question. Uh, Doc, we got a, you should eat as little fat as possible (laughs) For good heart health. I'm going with myth on yes. that. Because I know you need some fat. Al, you are so right. Yes. So fat is not evil. Actually, there are good fats and bad fats. So trans fats are really what you want to avoid. And that is things like fried food or it'll say hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated mm-hmm. on the label. Saturated fat is also something that we recommend that you lower in your diet to reduce your bad cholesterol, the LDL. And that comes in things like dairy, red meat. You want to look for that saturated fat on the label. The good fats would be things like polyunsaturated or monounsaturated fats. So in nuts, avocados, fish, olive oil, canola oil, corn Mm. oil, those are the healthy fats. And you need fats 
to make some of their cellular processes work, to absorb vitamins. So fat is, is a good thing. We don't want to eliminate it completely. The heart-healthy diet you talk about. These are the ones we love that we recommend as cardiologists, the DASH diet, the Mediterranean diet, and more plant-based or vegetarian diets. Great. We're all trying. Yep. <laughs> we are. we got to do better. Dr. Nerula, as always, thank you. Thank all you. right. That's good. Well, coming up, fulfilling a legacy. How a small family restaurant became a Los Angeles staple that just hit a major milestone. Talk about milestones. Ladies and gentlemen, the OG. Yay! Sam Waterston. Live. Final episode is DA Jack McCoy. Wow. Tomorrow. We're going to look back at his impressive run and more memories from the set. Yeah. Ah. Today I'll be right back. Welcome back to Third Hour Today. NBC's Kaylee Hartung joining us this morning all the way from California. And Kaylee, in your honor, we've got a taste of Los Angeles in this morning's Food for Thought. There's a family restaurant there that's been around for like a century. Yeah. And NBC's Jacob Sobroff found out they plan to continue filling L.A. tummies for <laughs> generations to come. Hey, Jake. Yeah, that's right, guys. This place has been around since the Hollywood sign was built over 100 years ago. It's basically, it is a legend in the city, beloved by thousands, and I got to go have a taste of their oh-so-famous food. In a city where stars shine brightly, it takes something special to become an icon. One restaurant that can claim that right is El Cholo, now turning 100, the oldest Mexican restaurant in Los Angeles. It is crazy to think of one person living to be 100 years old. It's a whole other thing to have a business that survives 100 years. And it's been one of the most incredible journeys looking back because all these pictures that you see here, they're not just props, they represent a story. 90-year-old Ron Salisbury heads up the show here. He's the third generation to run the restaurant. His grandparents, Alejandro and Rosa Borges, started the business in 1923 as a small eatery called Cafe Sonora. This was the American dream. A young couple come from the territory of Arizona over dirt roads to the sleepy little town of Los Angeles, and all they wanted to do was create a business that they could be proud of. The restaurant grew through the years, changing name and location, and adding more branches. This stove, this was the whole kitchen. It says there were eight stools, three booths, and this was it. And now the numbers are far bigger. Seven restaurants, two states. Yeah. One billion plus tortillas. Passing down to Ron's parents and then Ron. Now, Ron's son, Brendan, carrying on the family legacy. Did your dad always say you're going to be a part of this business one day? I mean, I grew up, you know, (laughs) running under these tables as a kid. It's like a second home to me. I never pushed it on him. So he graduating from USC, he has his cap and gown on. (laughs) And I say to him, what do you want to do? He says, what do you think I want to do? I said, I hope it's to come in the restaurant visit. Of course, it always has been. Some things have stayed the same. Is your great-grandmother's enchilada still a popular ticket on the menu? Yeah. And it hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. My last thing before I die, probably be cheese enchilada. <laughs> cheese enchilada, huh? Yeah. But there's been a few additions. We were a restaurant that opened during Prohibition. That is crazy. So there was no alcohol allowed. Let me make a guess about the most popular beverage on the menu these days here. The margarita. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Customers have been coming back for decades. You've always made it just to be home. We hear people coming in and saying, oh, I grew up there in the 70s, going there all the time. And now they're coming in with their grandkids. Yep including some famous faces. The names of the people who have been through here would fill a book. 
Any favorites? Jack Nicklin has to be, because we knew him before he became an actor. The Beach Boys, the Love family, used to come in here, and Mike Love grew up to be now a teenager. He said, I'm forming a singing group with my cousins. We're calling ourselves the Beach Boys. And I thought, oh my gosh. And now he's going to waste his life on this. <laughs> what is it that creates that vibe on a busy night? Everybody from the city comes here. People come here, they feel very welcome. For locals like me, El Cholo is the taste of Los Angeles. I'm a fiend when I eat here. This is how I always am when I eat El Cholo. Now just when I'm doing a story, I'm just shoving food in my face. There's a joy in Mexican food because of all the great flavors. Everything is distinct. Eat everything is distinct. You're getting all these great flavors all the time. Ron, I'm in heaven. <laughs> Didn't know heaven was a kitchen on Western, but it is. You've had 100 years. What's the next chapter of El Cholo? It's up to him. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's continuing the story for another 100 because the whole story is just so intertwined across generations and intertwined with the city. It's keeping the story going. That's, that's, that's really the goal. And get this, Ron's great-granddaughter has now started getting involved in the family business, making this a six-generational restaurant. It really is a place that feeds the soul of Los Angeles. If and when you're out here, we'll all go together. Guys, back to you. Oh, that's a, that's a date, Jacob. Thanks I so know. Much. Have you tried it? I'm going to have to take Jacob on, up on that as soon as I get back to L.A. because I've never been. It's my wow. favorite with a warm plate. Mm, mm. So good. <laughs> and guys, up next, a television icon live in Studio 1A. Sam Waterston is here to look back at his amazing 30-year run on Law & Order and tell us whether this is really the last time we will see Jack McCoy. We'll be right back. This week marks the end of a television era because our next guest is saying goodbye to an iconic character. Emmy and SAG award-winning actor Sam Waterston has starred on hit shows like Grace and Frankie and the Aaron Sorkin series The Newsroom. But of course, his most famous role is District Attorney Jack McCoy on the legendary NBC series Law & Order. And now, after 30 years, Sam is leaving the legal world behind. Sam's final episode airs tomorrow. It's titled The Last Dance. And in typical DA McCoy fashion, he will do whatever it takes to get justice for a victim. Mr. McCoy, you're up for re-election this year. What do you say to the accusation that you charged Kelton with murder because he's the number one supporter of your opponent? I say that's preposterous. Politics play absolutely no role in this office. Like anybody else, Mr. Kelton is innocent until proven guilty, and this case will be tried in a courtroom, not at a press conference. I invite the media to watch. Thank you all for coming. Sam, thank you so much for being here with us. As thank you, you for having me. That, you're watching The Last Dance of Jack McCoy there. How does that make you feel? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I, it, I, it's, uh, I knew I was going to leave when I came back. Um, and it was just a matter of when. And this was a beautiful way to go, I have to yeah. say. Yeah. Thank well, you, Ricky. Oh, well, and you say when you came back. Are you going to do this to us again? Is this really the last time that we will see Jack McCoy? I don't think you're going to see Jack McCoy. Well, 
I don't know whether you'll see a picture of him somewhere, but <laughs> there I don't are all think those you'll reruns. see me. Yeah. We, we know he'll be, he'll be yeah. on the TV screen somewhere. So I thought it was interesting. They tapped uh, former TV president Tony Goldwyn, who I love, um, to take over as district attorney. How do you think he will kind of make it his own and shake up the show a little bit? I think he's going to be great. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, I love him. I, I, you know, my reputation is in terrible danger <laughs> because I, I think he's just going to be wonderful and I'll be watching. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll, you know, it, it's going to be big trouble. He's going to, he's, he, it'll be yeah. the, what the DA is, yeah. demanding and, and uh, at the center. He'll do it. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah. You, you know, you've had so many guest stars. I know like Julia Roberts has, you know, been on the, on the set, things like that. And when we watch that montage of, of Jack McCoy over the years, does it seem like it's been 30 years? I mean, we, we see him. We've obviously seen you. But, but oh, my gosh, I, I didn't realize you were, you know, getting older. You're just getting better. It's Where did all that dark hair go? That's what I want to know. <laughs> but does it but, seem like it's been 30? You, yeah. 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 I mean, 25 years, uh, 25 or 30 years gets your attention. When, when, they said, when they said goodbye to me, the last shot that I did was on the set of the courtroom mm. and Dick Wolf showed up wow. and everybody gave speeches. And I quoted from uh, Abraham Lincoln going mm. to going to D.C. at the end of at the beginning of the Civil War mm. that he had been there for 25 years, wow. 25 years. If if 25 years doesn't matter, nothing matters. Wow. Mm. But you are not retiring, not on your Nelly. <laughs> uh, I'm still in that, by the not, way. Not, not a chance. No, no, no. Um, I love that. But I'm just not going to be, you know, my wonderful manager, Keith Addis, and my fabulous wife are in charge of finding me my next job. I'm not worrying about it. And so that you're is not, the this, most This is the first time thing. you're not looking actively for something. Exactly. Exactly. And I can't tell you how freeing it is. You know what you it said? It happened the minute I was walking off the set of the courtroom uh-huh. on that last day. What do you mean? Suddenly... There was space in my head that I, I didn't even know there was that had been occupied by the job mm-hmm. forever, even during hiatus, even on break. You're thinking about going stuff. back. And yeah, down. something, yeah. Um, you know, and you're looking at the it's a wonderful thing to look at the world through somebody else's eyes. And that's what an actor gets to do. Mm. Um, but it's also with... restricting. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's your eyes. You know, now it's my own eyes. So what do you want to like do? It. You want to go to the beach? You want to, what do you want to do? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bit drunk on just the freedom. On just wow. doing whatever you want to do. I love the sound of that. Drunk on drunk the freedom. On freedom. Yeah. That's See, it. we're just drunk. <laughs> Is there well, a... so we're all together in the same group. There Is there go. a bucket list? Things you just haven't had the time or the freedom to do until now. I'm yeah. Well, if it's a buck bucket list, it's a million miles long. There's there's so much. It's it. One of the things is that real life just came flooding in in a way that I had no. I just had no idea that it was going to be like that. Yeah. Well, I hope you know what an impact you've made. Uh, you know, and and how many people love that character and love you for what you've done. Well, thank you for bringing that up because it gives me an opportunity to say thank you all very, very much for watching patiently all over all these years while I have not gotten tired of acting. Mm. I mean, it's... Uh, you're beautiful. Thank you all. You're, ev- you're everyone's go-to. Like, I'll go home and my mom, it's like, it's you. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, so thank you yeah. for coming into our homes. Bless your heart. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. and thanks to reruns and cable, we, Jack McCoy. You're not going yeah, anywhere. Forever. <laughs> God bless and that's you. That's fine, too. God bless thank you. you. Yeah. Absolutely. We're so grateful. And really, yeah. everybody, do not miss Jack McCoy in the courtroom for the last time. Law and Order tomorrow night, 8 p.m., right here on NBC and streaming the next day on Peacock. And you won't hear that sound in your head anymore. <laughs> No. It'll like well, you. Uh, that might be there forever. <laughs> Maybe you should make it your ringtone if you have a cell phone. Uh, yeah. All right. When we come back, it is Wellness Wednesday. Dr. Sue Barma is here this morning, fueling up at our coffee cart. She's here to fill our cups and explain what it means to be a practical optimist. And then later in Today Food, you want to have some lunch with us? Hang around. Oh, you got nowhere else to be. It's weedy and creamy and it's easy. A slow cooker spin on a classic pork ragu. We're going to show you how to make it tonight. We'll be right back. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Okay, this is good. This morning, at least I think so. Uh, this morning in our series Wellness Wednesday, we are diving into the power of an optimistic yet realistic mindset. Dr. Sue Varma is a board-certified psychiatrist. She has a new book out. It's called Practical Op- Optimism, The Art, Science, and Practice of Exceptional Well-Being. Who doesn't want that? Good morning to you, Dr. Varma. Thank you. I think it's important because here's the thing. We all want to look at the bright side of life. We all want to be optimistic. But you know, you meet those people where it's like too much. Yes. It's like, you know, sometimes you're not having a good day and that's okay. So let's talk about practical optimisms. Yes. So optimism is about um, expecting, anticipating, hoping for the best possible outcome in any given situation when we don't know what's going to happen. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. But practical optimism is way more than a mindset. It is an action set, a skill set, and a tool set that helps you take positive outlooks and turn them into positive outcomes by being intentional and being deliberate about what you want mm. and then gives you the skills on how to execute so that you get what you want. Mm. So, so we talk about, you know, th- there are negative things that are going to happen, negative yes. outlooks. And you have four things. And I thought of my friend Chanel Jones when I saw this <laughs> to manage negative emotions. Yes. You say name it, claim it, tame it. Reframe it. Yes. What do you mean? All of that. Yeah. Amen. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's think of any situation, right, that you can fill in the blank here. Let's say you didn't get the job promotion that you worked really, really hard for. And you are frustrated and you are angry. And it's so hard to let go because you're like, I just, I deserved it. I've worked Mm -hmm. so hard for it. So first of all, name the feelings. What are you feeling? I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm sad. I feel rejected, right? That's so important because when we don't name the antecedent, the situation, the trigger, our body 
ends up expressing what our mind cannot. And it takes mm. the form of physical symptoms, headaches, mm. clenched jaw, fist, mm. bowel problems. Mm. The claiming it is recognizing where in the body are you feeling it, right? Are you holding the tension in your shoulders? Are you going to the bathroom a lot? Are you having fatigue? Are you not sleeping properly? The um, taming it is then soothing what you're feeling by saying, all right, can I do a one-minute meditation? Can I do a quick progressive muscle relaxation, tensing and releasing muscle group by muscle group? 15-minute mm. journaling. All of that can help. Journaling helps decrease inflammation, colds and infections, decreases risks for heart attacks when you do it regularly. Mm. And reframe the fourth and final one, my favorite part. It's about shifting the thought process and saying, all right, is there a silver lining? If not, okay, what would I tell a friend? Is there an alternative way to look at this? How am I going to feel about it one year, five years from now? Mm -hmm. If I'm not going to care about it, can I let it go? And finally, if there's no silver lining and I can't come up with anything positive, totally fine too. Then ask yourself, what is the utility of me holding on to something negative? And I always mm -hmm. say, is this a um, problem to be solved or a truth to be accepted. Uh, Ooh. Okay. Ooh. So now I'm just going to ask, yeah. because uh, this is cheaper than therapy, <laughs> you write about self-compassion yes. and how important that is in living a fulfilling life. Yes. We can all be our own worst mm -hmm. critics, I'm yes. sure. So how do you fight that? Yes. So instead of getting mired in negativity and pessimism, pessimism, we call them the three Ps of pessimism. I've added a fourth one. It's when you take things personally, when you think that something negative is permanent, when you mm -hmm. think that it's pervasive, and then it makes you passive. Mm -hmm. So the way to get out of that is self-compassion, which basically says, okay, let's say someone else has moved on in their life and they're achieving something something that you haven't and you're like, I'm a loser. Why am I so bad behind everyone else? Yeah. First of all, observe the negative thought, right? Then I want you to accept the negative thought. Then can you normalize it? You know what? There are a lot of people who have their own timelines. Forget about everybody else. Yeah. I've already done a lot, right? And then the last thing is think of a path forward, which is reframing it with a positive statement that like we all have our own timeline, right? And like just because I'm behind doesn't mean I'm never going to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So the reframing is really huge. And self-compassion, so much study. 15 minutes a day Look doing a quick exercise can help you get out of shame and guilt, which keeps you paralyzed and gives you a path forward. I love that because it's not like you're in denial yes. that things happen. Yeah, I love that. And last but not least, though, we're out of time. You say, but if we do this over time, it becomes a habit, just kind yes. of a way of being. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Dr. Varma. If you want more. Congratulations on the new book. Yes, it's a big day. My pleasure. Practical Optimism, the art, science, and, of, and practice of exceptional well-being is out now. All right. Thank coming you. up, we are very optimistic. You're going to love what's cooking in today's food. See how we did that? Uh, two set it and forget it dinners, including a savory, creamy pork ragu you can make right in the slow cooker. Mm. Third hour today. I'll be right back in just a few. This morning in Today Food, we are cooking up two fantastic dinners that couldn't be easier. New York Times bestselling author Danielle Walker is out with her newest cookbook, Healthy in a Hurry, Real Life, Real Food, Real Fast. And in order to get healthy in a hurry, we're actually slowing it down. <laughs> two meals in a slow cooker. Good morning, Danielle. Thank you so Good much morning. for being with us. Thank now, you for having me. You are known for gluten-free, dairy-free, grain-free meals. There's got to be an inspiration behind this. I want to know what it is because it seems... 
so hard in my mind to do. Yes. Well, when you're forced to do it, it makes it a little easier. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease when I was 22. So quickly found that diet could really make a huge impact in my day-to-day symptoms. And so I started a blog and then wrote my first cookbook. And I just am announcing my seventh um, this week. And it's my goal and mission in life to make healthy food taste good, but also make it easy. I have three kids and I run a full-time business. So I don't have hours to spend (laughs) in the kitchen. Uh, Well, slow cooker is a good start. Yes. Or an instant pot. Which you're is making, even easier. You're making a pork ragu. Yes. So wh- wh- how do we get started Yes. With so we started with our pork in the pot. You can also mm-hmm. use a chuck roast if you'd rather do beef. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the best what part... What kind of pork is it? So this is a pork butt. Okay. Yeah, or a shoulder. Any mm-hmm. of those work. Um, and the best part about this is you can actually mix this up and throw it all in the freezer raw. And then with a pressure cooker, the best part is, is you can actually put it in raw and start the machine and it can cook it. You can't do that in a slow cooker because mm-hmm. okay. of temperatures of the meat. But sure. yeah. that's what's so wonderful. So we're just going to put in our tomato puree. And then I like to use a frozen bag of mirepoix, which is just chopped celery, carrots, onions, uh, just to make it easier. And then you don't have to chop it up yourself. We're just going to dump all that in. Yep. Mushrooms, garlic. And then we've just got a little tomato paste, salt, some seasonings. And if you want to pour in the broth and the wine for me. And do you find if you do this, uh, you don't miss the grain, if you will, or miss the gluten? Seriously. Yes. So that's always my goal. I create cakes and cookies and muffins. And I feed my kids this way most of the time as well, just because I don't want to make two meals. That's our tomato paste. So that's my goal with the recipes I create with the cookbooks is to always create recipes that you don't miss anything. You don't miss it. Now, if you had a baguette the day before and then you ate grain-free bread, you might notice the difference. Yeah, <laughs> but the yeah. goal is not to miss it. So okay. we're going to close this. We're going to pressure cook it for 45 minutes. Let the pressure reduce naturally, which okay. just means you're not releasing all that steam Shh. into your face. Okay. Yes. And then we're moving on to our grain-free polenta. I grew up in an Italian family. My grandma served creamy polenta oh, with yeah. this shredded meat all the time. I missed it, but I can't do corn. So we've got some sautéed cauliflower, which just ups oh. the veggie content mm-hmm. there with a little broth. And then I'm going to mix in our almond meal. Almond meal? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then to keep it dairy-free, I make a cashew-based Parmesan cheese. Oh, interesting. And then this oh is, goodness. to cream it, this is our cashew butter. I might need to use that whisk So what if you don't know how to do dump all that this, in. Like, well, that's what the cookbooks are for. Okay. The recipes are written. You want to written. try it? I'm a yes. home cook. I didn't go to culinary school. I had to teach myself how to cook just Listen, because a lot I was of folks forced watching to. Are, some of the best. Here, here so. we go. So we've okay. got some basil. We've got that dairy-free Parmesan. Mmm. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it kind of mimics the texture and it's got that salty yeah. flavor still. Shred the pork on top of it. Shred the pork, yep. So you can pork just do it right in the pot after mm. it's done cooking. And again, what I usually do is just double this up. You can eyeball it. I throw one in the freezer for later okay. and then one for dinner so that it's just taking that mental load out. You know, I can just pull it out when I don't want to cook. That's okay. Yes. There's so right. much flavor in here. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> so okay, next this next is one. Something that I make weekly. This is just salsa chicken tacos. It's like the easiest thing in the world. Okay. I know that I'm not going to get complaints from my kids. Kids, which, right. you, know, you know, when like you're serving dinner, How old you, are your kids? so there's six, eight and 13. Okay. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. So just chicken thighs, boneless, skinless or okay. breasts. And then salsa verde is my favorite, but really any salsa that you want. And then taco seasoning. And okay. that's it. It's that's just it? so simple. You can add a little salt if your taco seasoning is not salty. And here's the best part about this. 10 to 14 minutes max. And, yes. And so, okay. again, I make those freezer kits sometimes, mm-hmm. stick it in the freezer, and then I oh, like to it. shred my meat in the pot with the hand mixer. It's probably one oh, of the silliest. We had somebody Somebody else just did that. So yes. a lot of times people pull it out and put it in yes. a stand mixer, yes. but that's too many dishes okay. when you've got kids. <laughs> okay. So I just do it straight in the pot. But, of course, it's so tender. You can also just mm-hmm. do it with forks. Yep. And then we can use lettuce cups. You can use grain-free tortillas. There's so much on the market these days, which it makes is. it a lot easier what do you to use? eat gluten-free. So I love these. These are almond flour-based tortillas. Almond flour. They're a little more brittle than, 
you know, your standard, but they really do the trick. I make enchiladas with them. Okay. I even use them sometimes to layer lasagna Okay. Uh, when you just can't do, you know, the normal right. noodles. But the lettuce cups are such a I'll great try. option oh, as well. And if you've been doing this since 22, like it's a way of life beyond at it this is. point. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's been amazing to see how much has come into the market. Restaurants, just everything. It's a lot easier to do and make mm. it so much more sustainable. That's and delicious. recipes like this that you just fall back on, you know, on those busy nights delicious. when you still want to feed your family healthy meals. Thanks yeah. so much, Danielle. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Well, I, you can check out all of these recipes and a lot more at today.com because I'm going to need this one. We will be right back. <laughs> Oh, you did it. You're kind. One down. You want to come back tomorrow? Can I? All right, done. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow, the third hour today, country duo Dan and Shay are live. That'll be fun. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Kyle Richards. Have a great day and hope to see you again tomorrow. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.